this Christmas, God wants you to go on an adventure. And on this adventure, he doesn't want you to stay in second-class living. No, no, no. He wants to upgrade you to a first-class life. My name's Fraser. A massive warm welcome to you. And I want to share a short message entitled, Here's Your Christmas Upgrade. And um, this message is based on some of the main characters in the Christmas story. And what's amazing about these main characters is they were actually the least likely to take part. They were the least likely to take part. Who are we talking about? Well, if you didn't get the subtle hint on the video, be shepherd. We're talking about the shepherds. We're talking about the shepherds. The least likely to take part in the Christmas story. I mean, personally, I'm just glad we have shepherds um, in the story. Because where would we be without little boys and girls running around primary schools and churches? You know, the tea towels on their heads. You know, I always got the wrong one. My mum was always mortified. Like, you know, why is he? Because they're supposed to wear, like, the cross ones, aren't they? You know, the ones, the traditional one's not the like one from Benidorm or something like you know the souvenir tea towel that's dirty with the tea stains but um anyway we read about this incredible encounter in Luke 2 verses 8 to 15 uh, verses will be on the screen behind me and if you're tuning in online they'll just be below me and we're going to read from these we'll read together and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the Lord appeared to them you know we're in church aren't we we're reading the nativity story and it's like yeah an angel just appeared they were just about their business. It's just in the mundane of life. Like imagine, you know, you're staying late, you're doing work, you're doing your expense report or something. An angel appeared. You know, you're a student, you're in the library pretending to work, and an angel appears. <laughs> and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And what were the angel, the shepherds? They were terrified, probably rightly so. But the angel said to them, and this is a word. This is a word for someone today. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid in this season, in this life. Do not be afraid. Because I don't bring you BBC News. I don't bring you Sky News. I don't bring you Simply Politics on Instagram. I'm not bringing you Google updates. No, no, no. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for who? For all people. Because today, in the town of David, in Bethlehem, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah the Lord. This is good news. This is what Christmas is about. Not bad news, not more variants. No, it's about the good news of Jesus. And then on the next slide, I love saying next slide. I feel like I've got power. I don't know why. <laughs> this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger, the angel said to the shepherds. Suddenly, a, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God. I mean, imagine. You're just about your business and these guys just turn up, you know, with their saxophones and trumpets and they're praising God. It's incredible. Glory to God in the highest heaven, they said, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Then the angels left them and had gone into heaven and the shepherds, they said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. How incredible is that? What an amazing encounter. But what's even more incredible about this encounter is they were the least likely, the lowest of the low. I mean, shepherds, they, they had a low-paid job, little money, tough, challenging lives, exposed to the extreme weather changes. They're out in their fields at night, yet they experienced an upgrade. Think about it. This wasn't the movers and shakers of society. This wasn't the influencers with the blue tick and a million followers and their, you know, boohoo fashion sponsorship. 
This was the shepherds yeah. out in the field, the lowest of the load, have forgotten, the down and outs, but they received the greatest upgrade. They got to see Jesus in human form, God in flesh. They were the first to see him. I was thinking about this, like the wise men, you know, the, 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 the good and great of society. They, they got a star, but the shepherds, they got the heavenly host proclaiming good news. It's amazing. So how does this apply to us? Well, no matter what you've been through in your life, God comes to you this Christmas and he offers you a Christmas upgrade. He wants to upgrade you from pain to peace, from fear to faith, from bitter to blessed. God doesn't want you to live a second class rubbish life. He wants to upgrade you to first class living with with Pellegrino, with fruit splash. God wants to upgrade you to live your greatest life. Jesus has come to earth so you can have an upgrade this Christmas. And he offers you this upgrade as we embark on this Christmas adventure. I really struggle saying that. Um, But here's how God wants to upgrade your life. He wants to upgrade you from hopeless to hopeful, from loathed to loved, from forgotten to forgiven. And the first upgrade God wants to give you is hopeless to hopeful. I wonder if you ever felt hopeless in life? You ever just kind of deeped life? Thought, is this it? To just live, make some money, maybe have a family, die? Is this really all there is to life? Or, or, or maybe you feel hopeless with the way things are going and the way life is. Like every time you wake up, you open your phone, there's a new variant, there's a new party at Downing Street, there's a new crisis, there's a new update, you know, I don't know about you, but the news is not looking very hopeful at the minute. Feels like almost the standard of the world is pretty hopeless, pretty despair. But the beauty is, is God, Jesus came to earth so we don't have to live in the standard class of hopelessness, but we can have an upgrade and live life full of his hope, full of his hope. And you know, how, you can have a first class ticket, by the way, if there's any Christians in here who are like, well, I've already got the upgrade. There's a lot of Christians, we, we've got our first class ticket and you can try it, get a Get a train ticket on East Midlands train, get first class. You go sit in standard class. They won't have a problem with you sitting there. It's one less person for them to serve. You can have a first class ticket and live in standard. Come on, we've not been called to live in fear. Do not be afraid. We've been called to live in faith. We're not called to live hopeless, but full of hope. You know, you say, yeah, but but the Delta, the Omicron, listen, my hope's not in. It, it, it was never in my health, so I'm not worried about that. My hope is in the Alpha and the Omega. I'm not yeah, talking about yeah. COVID variants. I'm talking about the King of Kings, the Savior born. It's a bit cheesy, I know, but it drives home the point. Actually, you've not been called to live in a second-class trailer of despair. No, God's come to upgrade you to the first-class carriage of his hope. You say, well, why would God want to upgrade me? Me? God doesn't want to upgrade me. He does. Well, why? Why would God want to upgrade you? Because he loves you. Because he loves you. It leads me on to my second upgrade that God wants to give. My second, God's second upgrade for you this Christmas. He wants to upgrade you from loathed yeah. to loved. Yeah. Wonder if you ever felt loathed or felt hated. Maybe you messed up. Maybe you did something. Maybe you hurt someone. Maybe you said something stupid. And, and you've hurt someone and you just feel loathed by your family, by your friends, whatever it is. Or maybe it's not quite as extreme as that. But you just feel like you don't quite fit in. Like in your family in your friendship groups, in the WhatsApp group, whatever it is, you, from the outside looking in, sure, you know, you look like you've got it all together. But if you're really honest, you just don't feel like you quite fit in. Like, you feel like a bit of a misfit, a bit of an outcast, 
like the shepherds in their fields. Well, I get that. I remember when I came to university, like on the outside shore, loads of acquaintances, like knew loads of people in lots of WhatsApp groups. That wasn't the issue. It was muting them. That was the issue. Um, looked like I fit in, but really, I'd go back to my room at night and I felt just this emptiness, this didn't really fit in. And then one fateful Sunday morning, I arrived at the Junction Church and I got upgraded that morning from the second class carriage of living anyway to the first class carriage of God's incredible love and the love of his people. It's amazing. And, and this love, this isn't some, like, this isn't rom-com rubbish love actually, Drake certified lover boy love. This is real deal love you know love actually is attraction it's fleeting like our understanding of love is so um basic it's a misunderstanding of anything this love that i'm talking about today is real deal it's selfless it's sacrificial it's that god would become man the fullness of the deity in flesh that jesus would live 33 years why so he could die on a cross for you and for me why did god come to earth well john 3:16 tells us for god so loathed no for God so hated, no. For God so loved. For God so loved. For God so loved the world. You can change the, world, the, the word world there for your name. Because it's all encompassing. But it's also gloriously personal. For God so loved Michael. For God so loved Josie. For God so loved Laulu. For God so loved Pastor Roy. For God so loved you. That he sent his one and only son. That whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. This is why we celebrate Christmas the way we do. This is the Savior that we're talking about. This is our Jesus, and he loves you this morning. And maybe you don't feel loathed. Maybe loathed is extreme. In fact, you'd love to feel loathed because then somebody would care about your existence. Maybe you feel forgotten. Well, this is the next upgrade that God wants to give you this Christmas. He wants to upgrade you from feeling forgotten to the incredible richness of his forgiveness. I wonder, you ever felt like nobody cares, like your life just doesn't matter? You identify with the shepherds, just forgotten in the field, up late at night, exposed to extreme conditions, working hard for no recognition and little pay. Or, or maybe you feel like God's forgotten you. Maybe you feel like I've messed up, I've done so much stuff. God loves you, okay, Fraser, loves maybe the guys on the front row and on the stage, but he can't love me. How, how could... God loved me. He, he's, he must have forgotten about me. He could never forgive me. It's so crazy to me when I, I invite people to church. One of the most popular responses is, well, I just can't even step through the door because as soon as I step through the door, I burst into flames. I'm like, amen. Pentecostal too. Hey, Acts 2, brother. <laughs> Tongues of flames on your head. Come on. And then, uh, what? No, that's a, that's a, if you don't get that, it's a bad church joke. It's a really bad church joke. But what they're saying they're saying, I'm not good enough. Like, I, I, I do all this stuff. Like, I, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Well, it's kind of the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are. There's nothing we could do. What does that verse say? For God so loved the world, for God so loves you, that whoever behaves himself. No, it doesn't say that. For whoever turns up to church every week. doesn't say that. For whoever says the right things and looks the right way and puts their church clothes on and have everything in order. No, no, no. For whoever believes, yeah. believes in him. Why? Because he paid the price and Jesus forgave you. So he said, how, how, do, how do I get this upgrade? How do I get this upgrade? You know, if you go on East Midlands pay, trains, you're going to have to pay or, you know, maybe you can get a, my father-in-law is always going on about this app. 
that you can get like different train ticket thing. I don't really understand it, but you can get like free upgrades and different things on it. It's not an app. It, it, you can't pay for it. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. It is Christmas. This upgrade is a gift from Jesus. All we can do is receive it. All we can do is unwrap it. Come on. How many of us know the gifts under the, the tree? They're free. It wasn't cheap. Jesus paid the price. All you can do this morning is unwrap it and receive it. Receive his love. Receive his forgiveness. Receive his hope. This Christmas, God wants you to embark on an adventure. He wants Christmas to be real for you because he wants to upgrade you from, from hopeless to hopeful, from fear to faith, from forgotten to forgiven, from loathed to love. You've listened wonderfully, wonderfully well this morning. Thank you so much. I'm going to ask if you'd bow your heads and close your eyes. We're going to go back into a worship song in just a moment, but I'm aware that there are people in this room and people tuning in online as well who have never received this upgrade that I've been talking about this morning. You've never received Jesus into your life. Well, I want to give you a moment in just a second to say yes to Jesus, to invite him into your heart here this morning and you know maybe you're tuning in maybe you're here because a friend dragged you along maybe you're just here on a whim maybe you want to know more about faith or maybe you're here today you always turn up to church you grew up in a christian family but you've never made this decision for yourself sure you pray your prayers every now and again you might read the verse of the day but but this this isn't real to you and you want to live this upgrade that god has given you well this moment is for you There's nothing we can do to earn it. We can't be good enough. Jesus loves you. You want to know the word today? That Jesus loves you. That's why he came to earth this Christmas. And in a moment, I'm going to pray. And I'd love to include you in a short prayer that I'm going to pray. I'm not going to embarrass anyone. I'm not going to get anyone out to the front. I'm not going to make you stand up. All we're going to do is pray a prayer, everyone together, with every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm just going to count to three in a moment. When I get to that number three, if that's you and you're saying yes, I want Christmas to be meaningful for me this year. I don't want to live in fear and hopelessness. No, I want the hope of Jesus in my heart. I want to leave this place knowing I'm forgiven and at peace with God. Well, this is your moment. When I come through, just pop your hand up. I'll see it. But more importantly, God will see it. And then I want to include you in just a short prayer that I'm going to pray saying, Jesus, I open the doors of my heart to you today. God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is receive it. So here we go. You're saying, yes, I want you, Jesus, in my life. I don't want to live in second class. I want to live in first class. This is your moment. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. Just pop your hand up right where you are, and I will include you in this short prayer. There's one. There's two. You can pop your hands down. Does anyone want to join these two, three people? Does anyone want to join these three people? I'm not going to elongate this longer than it needs to be. I think that's a fourth hand there. I'm gonna, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? These people saying yes to Jesus this morning. You've made an incredible decision. And what's gonna happen right now is we're all gonna pray this prayer together. I'm gonna say a line, and everyone's gonna say the, the line after I've said it for the sake of these four people, just the four that I've seen who are saying yes to Jesus this morning. Are you ready? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying. Thank you, Jesus, for dying. 
Thank you for rising again from the dead. And this morning, I open the doors of my heart. I receive your love. I receive your forgiveness. And from this day on, I will follow you. And all that I ask is that you help me to follow you. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Come on, how amazing is that? Four people, at least, don't know about online, saying yes to Jesus. We love it. Hey, would you stand to your feet? Would you stand to your feet? We're going to go back into singing, Oh, come let us adore him in just a moment. And um, hey, you're a Christian in here. Can I encourage you? The words of the angel, do not be afraid. We've got good news. We've got hope in our heart. We've got peace in our person. We've got love in our life. There is no reason for us to be afraid and hopeless in this season. We have every reason to have joy. I'm going to pray for us. And then when we get back into the song, can I encourage you, don't let familiarity breed contempt. You know, we know the nativity story. That's great. But come on, this is good news. Jesus, come into earth. Let's sing and praise him with everything we've got. Lord, I thank you for every single person here. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that your, your face would shine upon them, Lord. And I pray that we would have the greatest Christmas ever, that we wouldn't live in the standard class of life, but we would receive your upgrade this morning. We would live in forgiveness. We would live in hope. We would live in love and we would live in faith. We wouldn't bow down to fear. Lord, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory this morning.